0: Hi, and welcome everyone to another episode of Life with Purpose. And it's time to follow on this magic from that last episode that we did. So I'm joined by Steve. So hey Steve, how you doing?
1: Hey, awesome today, thank you.
0: Good, awesome today. I love it. So was you how was you feeling yesterday?
1: Um, better than good.
0: Yeah. And the day before that?
1: A better than most. Brilliant.
0: It's every day we feel different, don't we, Steve?
1: Yeah, yeah. Now the reason I say stuff like people, people say to me, how are you feeling today? And, you know, us, um, us Brits, we, um, we're quite reserved, aren't we, in what our mannerisms and we usually say, ah, oh, you know, we're not too bad. I mean, what does that even mean? Not too bad.
0: I do um, it to my dad all the time, Steve, and it gets it right. It, it right gets him annoyed because it's like, I'm going, why aren't you too bad, dad? What's go- What's going on there?
1: Yeah, exactly. So when people say, how am I doing? I'm either totally awesome or I'm better than good, better than most. And some days I'm better than that.
0: Amazing. And every day we, we just seem to have a day because today's topic, right, is about how you see it. So yeah. I, I knew this would get your neurons firing, Steve. Yeah. So, so it's just one that, you know, the, the pouring of the tea moment in the morning. Yeah. When I'm like, what should I talk about? And what's the next topic? And it was just like that drop come straight from source to go, how you see it. So when I say how you see it, Steve, Hmm. you don't see things how I see things, surely?
1: No, 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 not at all. I see things differently.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, You know, Yeah. so many people, though, they say to you, though, Steve, surely you can see it the the way that I see it. You can, right?
1: Oh, you can, yeah. But listen, um, have you ever been to a movie with a friend?
0: Oh, many yeah. a times.
1: Or, or been to um, a gig, you know, maybe a concert with a friend. And then, um, you know, on the way home or the next day, you get chatting about it, yeah? And you start chatting about the gig or the movie. And when you start chatting, it's as if you've been to a completely different movie or a different event. Because the way that you remember it is totally different than the way your friend remembers it. You know, have you ever had that happen to you? I certainly have.
0: Loads. Because really, how we see it through our eyes, right, is how we see it. Yeah, exactly. I can you step know. into your model of the world, Steve, and give it a good go. And we, you know, we coach for a living. So we really do have to step into that model of the world of of everyone that we, you know, going right through so that we can actually look through their eyes and really see how they're seeing it. Cause they don't well, they'd want to see things how I see it, because I have a, a right magical world in in my brain. I see many different things, Steve. Do you?
1: Yeah, yeah, indeed. indeed.
0: Yeah. And sometimes I see things that aren't even there, you know? Really? Yeah, really. And I and, and I create things that you know. Just by sometimes things are not even there, and I actually think about them and start to think about it more. And guess what? I end up seeing it today. Mm. I create that to happen, you know.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. How do you know though? Because you tell me.
0: Yeah, but you can't, see, you, you can't see. You can't see. But you know, how do you know? You you believe me, right?
1: Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, yeah. and that's because um, you know. I make stuff up too kind of in my mind and see things that I know are not really there but they are in my world if that makes sense
0: oh makes total sense they so the purpose of this show and we know it everyone is that we're here to enlighten you to know that our world is made up of, made up of magical things that it's made up of our mind body and soul and we have our wonderful universe and it's time that we all connect ourselves and Last time we did a, a wonderful episode, you know, an episode on time to wake up. And this is just an extension of that. So we can start to really loop these things together of we don't know what we don't know until we know it. And, you know, we can sit down and really have our blinkers on that. That's it. it this is the way our world is. And this is how I see it. it's black and white. That's it. Or we can take the blinkers off and have a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. And we love people with flexibility, don't we, Steve? It's about being flexible because I know you you love this. So being flexible is the way forward now. This is the new way in our world, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's,
1: it's about having behavioral flexibility. Um, and it leads really nicely on, actually, in terms of, um, uh, you know, time to wake up. So how do you wake up? Um, and and you know it, it goes nicely into today's topic, which is how you see it. Because one of the um the first the first things of waking up is is really looking um, looking at how you view the world through your own eyes, but then having that behavioural flexibility to um, appreciate. You don't necessarily, and this is the word I'm going to really emphasise that, so it begs repeating. Okay, to appreciate. Um, The other person or other people's model of the world, in other words, the way that they see things, have an appreciation that they may see things differently than we do. So we need to have an appreciation about that. We don't necessarily have to agree with it. We can still disagree with kind of their interpretation of what's happening out there, but it's just having an appreciation um, and appreciating it long enough. To come to some sort of mutual ground in the middle, rather than what normally happens is a disagreement, isn't it? It's like you know, totally. you either see it my way; it's either black or white. And if you don't see it black and you're white, then you know we're at, um, we're at basically a bit of a bit of a disagreement there. You know, we're at an impasse, and that's um, and that can get quite heated sometimes.
0: It's what people do, Steve, And It's like they get at loggerheads, don't they? Because they, yeah. you know, they're, 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 it's their way, and that's it, and there's no flexibility. It's like you know, I. I've been doing this and we, we touched on this last time that ever since I was born, Steve, I've just always known that we're all, we're all going to have our own things that get us racked off and what annoys us. And we'll come onto that in other topics as to why things annoy us that they do. And that, you know, th- that's another one for triggers and things like that. But it's like, I just think we should see each other through our eyes and open up and just go bless you, mate. Obviously there's things going on. Cause really, we can't get annoyed at something can we and things like that if we've not experienced something ourselves or there's a, a there's a negative emotion or something attached to that that's really making me feel that isn't it this is this is what this is why we're here isn't it to be aware of actually what's going on to see it for what it is and yeah. look deeper
1: yeah it's really interesting that you started to delve there into the world of emotions yeah um because i know the topic is like well, how you see it and it's like well how are we seeing it through our eyes? Well, actually, it's all linked to, um, to emotions. Because look, if I see something that's going to cause an internal reaction, I'm going to see something and I'm going to react in a certain way. Okay, That's creating an emotion for me. But the interesting thing for me about emotions is, um, you know, what are emotions? Let's talk about that. So we're born, yeah, and we don't really um, have any emotions. In fact, when we're born, we have no language. Okay, so first of all, we've got to learn how to move uh, our own little arms and legs when we're growing up as a baby, um, you know, and that's a fascinating thing in and of itself. Probably the, um, the talk of another another podcast topic, but literally, um, you learn more in the first 18 months of, uh, of being born between the ages of obviously, you know, birth and 18 months. You learn more in that period than you'll learn for the rest of your life for sure. if, you live, if you live to be 100. For sure, we are we are a fascinating um, uh, emotional organism. So let me get back to the emotion. So uh, all emotions are learned. So what is is an emotion? An emotion is is literally it's um it's an internal sensation. Okay, it's a feeling, and some of those sensations and feelings are good, and some of them are bad. But it's it's an internal sensation, which at some stage. A label's put upon it, and we can then call that emotion. So yeah, and just you know, want to
0: chip in while My unconscious mind is going because we do this off the cuff, don't we, Steve? This is all unconscious, yeah. That emotion that you're feeling there, though, and how you said it's what I'm feeling. I might be feeling something completely different to you, and you, you, you're not never going to know what that feeling's like to me.
1: Totally, and you've just really hit the nail on the head with where I was going with uh, with kind of this direction. So, what you've just described there in um, you know in NLP, Neurolinguistic linguistic programming terms, we call that a mind read. So, what's a mind read? Um, so, a mind read is where somebody sees a a certain physiology, so a physical um, appearance of someone, and they put a label on it. So, they mind read. By putting a
0: label. Labels are great in our world right now, Steve. Yeah. It's happening
1: everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, this yes. is another podcast topic, by the way. Yeah. But here's the interesting thing. So 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 we we got brought into the world with pretty, uh, pretty much no emotions, no labels, no language. Clear thing, slate,
0: absolutely but, clear yeah, window, yeah, the only clear thing movie.
1: We, the only thing we have is this um, this um, basic internal instinct for survival, which is why babies cry. They cry for num- numerous reasons. They might need love. They might need food. They might need um, you know their um, their nappies changing, things like that. But we've just got this survival instinct. Everything else is learned. So we learn emotions. But how do we learn that? I'm sad right now or I'm happy right now. And the way that we learn this is as a baby, we observe other people. Okay. Never Um, and other people, and other people doesn't work like
0: that, Steve, does it?
1: Yeah. We 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 basically we learn by copying and learn by seeing. But here's an interesting thing. So as we're growing up, we're experiencing. So this is where the mind read comes in. We're experiencing certain um, certain sensations in our body. We don't quite know what they are yet. Um, You know, it's an emotion and we're experiencing that. So our body exhibits a certain physiology to the outside world. So somebody, maybe a parental figure, maybe a teacher, maybe a sibling, um, is seeing our physiology and the mind reading. Because how would they know what we're feeling unless they're feeling exactly the same thing as we're feeling? And that's impossible.
0: I'll tell you who's really good at that, Steve. Your families are really good at that. Oh they are people so then, who people who care about you really do sort of mind read an awful lot have you noticed that
1: yeah so we we basically we learn our emotions by basically somebody else mind reading and putting a label on it and then guess what we do I must be right if they've said i'm happy i must be happy if they've said i'm sad i must be sad if they've said i'm depressed i must be depressed you know if they've said i look anxious i must be anxious Because I don't know anything different. I'm experiencing this internal sensation and I don't know what it's called. So basically somebody else, mind reads what that is, puts a label on it. And all of a sudden now I start to basically put a label on that emotion and sensation. But let me ask you a question. Sure. How How many times do you think those other people get their mind read wrong? So many. But we learn what our emotion and sensation is by other people's mind reads. That's mind blowing. I love it. Just think about that for a moment. I can
0: hear hear and feel the the brains ticking right now, Steve, because if that hasn't blown a little neurological connection, I don't know what will.
1: Yeah. So how you see it.
0: Is how you see it. Now I had a conversation with someone earlier and they always say you should have been recording that it's just you know when you're on on the prime moments and it's because i got to the topic of this which is where it's come from because i went to a family party and i hadn't seen my family for a few years Mm. and people are really seeing things differently because of how their world's changed and you sparked something last week which we're going to go on to these topics of you know how guys now are and you know guys and girls now are sat at home and they might be watching something and this is blessed what my family do they all watch the wonderful news and tv and everyone's just being completely conditioned out there steve with things that are going on and they're not actually going right inside themselves to see what's going on for them and we touched on it which is where we want people to start really looking inside themselves whereas one family member said something, and this is what's interesting, because we, we, we know this when we're in class, right? Mm. And we do things purposely to see what happens, where patterns and processes follow. Because if you do something, someone might follow you. So, for example, yeah, you get a herd of people that are all in a support group, and they love to talk about the same thing because they keep feeding each other with the same things, because guess what? That's all they're seeing. Mm. That's all they're talking about. That's all they're seeing. It's negative, yeah. And I had an interesting conversation because it was where I said to a friend, Yeah, about how we limit ourselves because it's how you see it is what you create to happen. So if you're sat there and you're given an example, you're working a job and you get paid a certain amount of money each and every month and you're happy with getting that certain amount of money. So let's say four grand a month. And I went, You're capping yourself, mate, at that four grand a month. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are because how you're seeing it is how you're seeing it. I said, so why don't you stretch yourself out a little bit and actually project yourself to actually earn and, and want to go for that? I said, because what's going on there that's making you just sit down and go, I, I, I'm happy with my four grand a month. I mean, I know you're happy with your four grand a month and that's wonderful. So in other words, you know, grateful for that four grand a month and that four grand a month will keep coming through because she's grateful for that four grand a month. But how she was seeing it is that she wasn't looking beyond that scope to actually project herself more. And yet she argued back at me. No, I'm not limiting myself. (laughs) Okay, mate. No, you are limiting yourself. No, I'm not. So guess what happens, Steve? Loggerheads, which is Mm. what we started at earlier. And I went, mate, just see it a little bit differently. That's all I'm asking you to do. Go away and just see it. Have a little think about what I've said and let's just see if you've seen it or you see it differently. So I'll wait for a few days to see whether that, thought and that penny at the drop, because mate, we were at that loggerheads. So tell us a little bit about, because we know what's going on there, don't we? So like, it is how we see it, isn't it? Because that is limiting yourself, right? With, with what you're doing, you, you, you're not actually broadening your horizons and projecting your desires to think, you know what, I'm actually worth more than four grand a month. Yeah. And, you know, guys, grateful for everything we receive right now. Yeah. Whatever it is, abundantly be grateful. Yeah. So bless, you know, cause she's happy. Yeah. I was just trying to get that little bit of an extra stretch, which is what I do. Yeah. Mm. Push boundaries sometimes. Just to actually think. And it's the way we see it, Steve. Isn't it?
1: It totally is. Yeah. And what you've described there is just, and again, we're kind of, we're segueing nicely into how this is kind of all connected as well. Um, you know, and I'm predicting, um, but this is obviously a series of podcasts that um, are all going to interlink and there's going to be kind of a big bang moment in a few episodes times where all of this comes together as well. So, yeah, in terms of what you've just described there is, you know, how you see it is, is like it's, it's a limitation and we do, we set our own limitations and our own boundaries. So, you know, we, we are the, um, we are basically the, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? The orchestrators. We are, we are basically the designers of our own destiny. Okay. And the only person that can limit us in sure. terms of how far we can go is yourself. Is ourselves Exactly. Nothing.
0: I won't, if people are sat there and they're like, Oh, shut up. You're chatting. It is yourself. And they're like, I don't live in your world, Laura. Like I know no, you don't live in my world. That's why you stuck where you are, right? Yeah. And I've been through my shit sh- to get where I am. Trust me, we all have. It is, it Everybody but- has. Everybody's story is different, right? But it's you limiting yourself. I'm going to be straight up with you, mate. You're limiting yourself. Listen to yourself.
1: Yeah, and again, if you're listening to this right now, and you know, and there's something holding you back from achieving, you know. Um, any possibility of what you want in life, whether it be, you know, your personal relationships, your family, your career, you know, if you're in business, kind of your business, the only thing that is preventing you from major breakthroughs in any area of your life is yourself. Okay. And it's very simple because we, um, we each are uniquely designed in a way, like I say, in the first 18 months, we'll learn more as a baby growing up in the first 18 months when we'll learn for the rest of our lives, if we live to be a hundred or more. And it's simply because we, we're a sponge, we're absorbing, we're synthesizing, we're assimilating our environment, our people, significant events around us and all that information. We are a learning organism and, you know, human beings love to learn. And it's about how do we use, and, and in terms of how much storage, and capacity that we have inside for learning, it's limitless, okay? It's totally limitless, it's unlimited. So all of that resources and and information and skills and knowledge um, and insights and learnings along the way, we could store all of that inside us and when we need it the most, you know, we can pop that creativity. We can come up with answers to questions. You know, we can have that moment of inspiration and have a brilliant idea that we didn't think about. But that's all inside us. And the only thing that limits that is our own self-belief and the limitations that we impose upon ourselves. And it's usually, um, you know, from, um, from, like I say, um, you know, how we see it and those mind reads that people have got wrong. You know, for example, you know, we might have a brilliant idea one day growing up, but, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be an airline pilot. It was one of my childhood dreams, actually. I'm going to be a pilot. Okay. Always wanted to fly a plane. Um, And it didn't happen with me per se, but let's just say I had a friend called Johnny. He also wanted to be a pilot. Went to his mum and dad one day. Oh, I want to be an airline pilot. And, you know, mum and dad say, oh, don't be silly, Johnny. You'll never be able to fly a plane you know and Johnny's like, you know, he's a bit beaten down, but he's still got this passion for flying a plane. And a couple of days later, he's like, no, I'm going to be a pilot, mum and dad. And mum and dad say, no, Johnny, don't be silly. Why don't you you think about being, you know, a, a, a shopkeeper or, you know, maybe a, maybe a delivery driver or something. You'll never fly a plane. Nobody in our family has ever flown a plane. So you're never, ever going to fly a plane. You know, it's just inconceivable that's going to happen. And over and over again, you know, basically they're what I call bubble bursters and they're bursting people's dreams, you know, and Johnny just needs to dream big because the only person that can decide whether he's going to be a pilot or not is himself. But guess what? Enough of those dream bubbles get burst by people who love him dearly and you get to believe it. And then you impose these limiting beliefs upon yourself. You know, let me give you another example because you know I like a good metaphor, don't you? Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, many, many years ago, um, there was um, there was a guy called Roger Bannister. Now, some of you people might know Roger Bannister. Now, at the time, you know, it was inconceivable in the world of athletics that anybody could run a mile in less than four minutes, to break the four-minute barrier um, on a mile. So, to run a mile under four minutes, it was inconceivable. But guess what? Roger Bannister didn't get the memo. On the inside, he believed it was possible. <clears throat> Nobody else in the world had done it. So one day Roger goes out um, on a track in the UK um, and he runs the mile in, I think it was three minutes, 59.3 seconds. something. So just under four minutes. OK, because he didn't get the memo.
0: He didn't need possible. he didn't need he didn't need it stay because his belief was strong enough.
1: Well, exactly. he didn't didn't get a memo, but it was possible. Then guess what happened? Within a few weeks of him breaking that four minute barrier, bringing um the running time under, um a dozen other people across the world, because then they saw that, well, if it's possible for Roger, it's possible for me. okay? so their their beliefs had been busted by the fact that one person on the planet, had proved everybody else on the planet wrong. So all of a sudden it became possible. Now there's high school kids who can run a mile in under four minutes.
0: My head pops so much when you're going off on your little tangent and you get in and then the metaphors start to pop. My brain just starts going because there's topics firing off on all sorts, Steve, that goes on here. Because you know, our ultimate passion is, is about waking up our world right now. And, you know, having these blinkers off and kids are our future and we need to really educate them. And, you know, they are being limited and people are limiting things far too much right now, which they need to see things for the way that they are and open up. Yeah, because we need to go back to some of the old school with the old way we used to learn, which, you know, our brains. And you said something a moment ago when you talk about us that we are like a, a massive hard drive of data, Yeah. I don't have to keep up. Well, I don't have to keep paying for the upgrade. Yeah. I just, it upgrades automatically, right? Because I've got resources and resources right now that's in here and, you know, many, many more and we're not done till we're done. So we'll keep learning and keep growing. Yet there's so many people and it poses me the question, Steve, as to why it is now so many people when we've got amazing people out there that are kids that are learning in their own home of, you know, some kids that are coding at the age of like 10 and, you know, becoming these little whiz kids because they're, they're sat there passionate with their dreams and their beliefs that they want to learn. And some kids are getting into the penny stocks and they're making themselves multi-millionaires, you know, just doing it. And they're not even finished school yet. So we, you know, these, that's how I want my kids to be by the way, you know, so we're, we're out there and, 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 you know, not even children are going to school there, you know, they're doing the self-education and the homeschooling and, and they're learning them in a, in a different way and there's so much but we've got to start to see things now really from our inside to start to look to how you see it because watching and and, and and people watching now i I've never turned the tv on steve right to watch normal television yeah I watched anything but learning stuff and with the educational platforms and Gaia and things like that I love learning something so certainly after I've coached and last night coaching clients every day now my downtime of an evening is to switch off and watch something that's not going to buzz me right up but really absorb me in and get my brain into that you know and and, and, I, and I did it last night and before I put it on and I went to flick my you know the smart TV my TV popped up. And it was just a normal TV channel. And something just went through in my head where I was like, no wonder people are sat right now living in ultimate fear. There was short after, when I talk in clips, yeah, it was obviously the reels were going. Everything was constantly about money, war, problems, problems, fear, fear, and just constant, yeah. And I was like, no wonder people are seeing things. Cause they're conditioned and they're, 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 you know, they're programmed into this way instead of actually going in to repro. I mean, we're all about reprogramming yourself. Yeah. To be at source and to really find that inner self-love. This is what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. But no wonder Steve that people are living on that side and it goes in from our last episode of people are living in that fear of that worry and how they're seeing it. Yeah. And it's, I've been a, frustrated is the wrong word just to sort of put it out so that people can, I I, I was getting that feeling inside. So yeah, it is a little bit of a, because I'm like, Oh my God, how many, what do we need to do? What do we really seriously need to do to allow people to see their true potential of their own inner self? Because if they block out all of this and just be with themselves to understand themselves, to see themselves through their own eyes. And actually, you know, when I said it on the last episode, are you really happy on everything? Because if people are moaning, they're not happy, are they? No, no. So, you know, what? and this is why I'm getting that real passion. And this is why now this has all come to life. This is why we're bringing this out there. Because I'm like, I always get told on my school reports that I'm a chatterbox, so I need to go out there. And I thought we need to start a podcast because my brain goes of the, just all of this, you know, I'm sat there, I'm talking to myself when I'm watching the telly. It's my unconscious mind, Steve, going that, And I'm doing this aloud. Seriously, are people watching this? Are people actually sat at home now finishing work, getting the remote out, turning the TV on, mm. and seeing this all the time? And we've got some magical people, Steve, out there right now that are transforming and changing and evolving. and It's what we're doing and, and, and we all do it collectively together. Imagine if the world and everybody did what we did Mm. and felt what we do. Everything would just be absolutely magical, Steve.
1: Yeah. We would basically, look, it's the solution to all the planet problems. All of them. You know, all of them. You know, there would be no world hunger. Nope. Okay. There would be no poverty. Nope. You know, um, it's, but it's not. And the reason why is because, you know, we have this cultural conditioning. So, again, just recapping and kind of moving on from that previous theme we've spoken about, um, and it's it's about. So, your question was, you know, how do how do how do people um, uh, how do we know, get to see them for what yeah. it really is like? What what you know, and what do really, we need to do? And it's really simple for me, um, and it's about. Um, you know, I'm so passionate about this. I'm trying to, f- I'm trying to express. You know, sometimes you get to a, a stage where it's just it's you can't express non, it, can you? It's non-verbal. <laughs> you can't put, you can't put words around it. I'm not emotional <laughs> about it. But it's about freeing. It's about freeing your, bra- your your mind. So freeing your mind from the shackles of cultural conditioning, and that comes from an understanding of how you operate. It's okay? how you know yourself, Steve. So, so how you operate, and it's all about understanding that what. When you have an emotional response, because we are emotional beings, you know, some, some people would argue that we are literally just, um, uh, you know, um, a, a being that is triggered and we'll, we'll get on to triggers in another podcast. But it's, you know, it's, it's all about stimulus and response. We have a certain stimulus in our environment and we re- react or behave and have a response, and basically all we go around doing is we have various triggers each day, you know, from when our alarm goes off in the morning, which is a trigger, um, you, you know, to how we react for everything that happens. So some um, some people would argue that, um, you know, we're just, uh, we're emotional and we're just full of triggers, but you're not reacting. So here's the thing, you're not reacting to what's out there. Okay, so how you see it, what you see out there, we're not reacting to that. We're reacting to our internal representation, so it's how we represent what we're seeing out there on the inside, and we're reacting to that representation. That's how we're creating the emotion or the belief, um, you know, or the experience. It, it, it's and it's how we are evaluating on the inside what's happening out there. So, in answer to your question. You know, how do you free your mind from the shackles of culture and conditioning um, and everything that you see is um, you need to change your inner world. If you change your inner world, your outer world transforms.
0: I'm just saying it's simpler because, like, we've been doing this stuff for over a decade now, okay, and we've got to here. And this is where, you know, sat there and I was like, come on, Laura, you've got to release the beast now and get it out there with this message. Because we do so much delving of inner work, but you've got to do the inner work in order to have this outer world and your outer world just feeling and looking great. Because your universe becomes magic when you see it through that. So I had a, a really interesting conversation earlier. I've always loved myself and really been very proud of everything that I've done. I never need anybody to tell me that I've done a good job. It's nice. I know inside. And I've always excelled. And I've been one of those kids that was a a sport player. And these days, you know, we, we, we have equalness, apparently. And when I was a winner at Sport Day myself, I wanted to win every race day. Nowadays, they say everyone's a winner. No chance. I wanted to win the race every time. So I had a real good competitive streak. Still got that, as you know. And that was my real energy push that every time I did something, I wanted to win and I wanted to achieve and be the best. I had no one at the side of me saying, you know, or limiting me. I had very, very encouraging and wonderful parents that backed me and still could have had, you know, some extra push. But I knew myself that I was good. And when every time I went out and played a game or soccer and the lads would be like, I want laws on my team. I never forget the ones we played, you know, when you go five a side in the school holidays and you get chosen for a, a, a match and you're playing at the, you know, your parents pick you up. You only get a couple of hours. I played a game of footy and everyone wanted me on their team. And it was like a Maradona moment when I kicked the ball over, you know, half volley and then just swerved it in and it was halfway over the pitch and I scored this goal. And then from that, then everybody wanted me, Steve, in their team because they were like, Laws is great. Yeah. But from that moment, and you said it earlier, it's like I had that belief then that every game I was going to win, I was like Maradona. Yeah. And I was, the skills started to come out, Steve. I could flick the ball and everything. And the one day my dad come home from work and was stood with his arm up against the patio. And he's like, and like, how many of them you've been doing? I was doing the kickups. I was on something like 250. My dad was like, you're all right at them, ain't you? I went, yeah, I'm going to get better. So I was like, you know, and because I knew I'd told him I'd done about 250, he's like, and I could hear him go to my mum, hey, seen her doing them kickups out there? My mum was like, yeah, she could, ain't she? So obviously, of course, had family. That played football so what did i do watch them learn them modeled them followed them had support had support and that real big push you know it's only been in later life now where i've had some stuff go on that that's been my learnings because you can't how we you know we said it before on the episode we can't teach something steve you haven't been through it yourself Yeah. We've got to go through the learnings in order to be able to go and teach something. Yeah. And when we model people, we're modeling people because we want to be the best and we all should really start to wake up and stop limiting ourselves and stop listening to other people and their stuff as well. Right. Mm. Everyone's walking around with these bag of problems that's just piling up and they're seeing it for how they're seeing it. So everyone's in their own model of the world. Right. Right but everyone's seen it a like, lot. I just see how I see my life is that I've seen it colorful and we know, right? Not everybody's had that sort of, you know, upbringing. Cause we've all come and people make the most magical things sometimes, Steve, that they've gone through the most traumatic stuff, but then they've created a retreat from that. Do you see what I mean? Mm, you wonderful. know, There's something, there's something that's happened. So then how they should see that is that they've had a major learning to create this magicalness. Cause then they're going on to share it with others. And this is why it's like, we're here now sharing all of these learnings and actually all the things that we've been through. But how come we found and chose to do this job? We was guided to it. You know, Mm. it was meant to be. Yeah, it was not obviously. Yeah. We've done things to how we see things and, but we're meant to be here because this is how it is. Now, have you noticed when you start to see things show up and they show up more and more because it's how you see it, it's what you're creating. It starts to show up more and more. So we're now finding people, have you noticed, that actually want to live a life with purpose.
1: Mm.
0: And they're showing up more and more. The people that are listening to this podcast, guess what? They've found it for a reason, Steve. Because they're meant to hear it, see it, whatever they're doing, wherever they're watching it, they're meant to. So right now you're hearing and seeing this because you're at the right place at the right time. Because isn't it funny how things pop up and we see things when we're meant to see things, Steve? Does that happen for you? All the time. And All why do you time. think that happens?
1: You know, it happens because, um, you know, I think there's various signs, um, like, look, big signposts and billboards that are presented to us. And I think sometimes we're, um, we're so stuck in our own stuff that we, um, we ignore the signs, you know, or we miss the signposts. Um, so the universe has a way, a funny, um, uncanny way of reminding us from time to time, and it'll keep presenting stuff to us.
0: Signs, they pop up all everywhere.
1: Yeah, they do. They do.
0: So pay attention to what you're seeing right now. I keep seeing the number 33 everywhere. No matter what I look at, I think I've said it to you numerous times, and I'm like, there we go, number, I think I've texted you. There you go, 33 again, because it's a significant thing that I keep seeing. But then it's in my awareness so am I going to keep seeing it because it's in my awareness? Because it is.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I think this is a good way to, um, to potentially segue into a new topic for, you know, maybe a future podcast. So, um, you know, but I'll leave people with, um, with something intriguing, which is it's because it's your reticular activating system, your RAS.
0: Have I really got to stop there, Steve? Like, that's for the next one, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah. Reticular activating system. We could go on for another hour, um, you know, at least, you know, just talking about our RAS. So, yeah, that's one for another topic. But, yeah, things keep showing up because, um, you know, they're in our reticular activating system. I think we'll leave people with that little suspense.
0: Steve, love it. So, guys, we've ended up just going unconsciously again to talk about how we see it. So we, we, we wanted to just edge in because we're going more into each section as these podcasts go along. And uh, obviously it's how you see it. So I want you to, I want to leave them with a, a little thought to just go away with ready for the next one. Really pay attention everyone to the things now and just how you're looking at stuff and take yourself away from how it is that you've been seeing it previously to change your perspective and just have a look at it in a different way. Cause not everybody or everything is just how you see it. We need to have flexibility now in our world to start to appreciate each other for everything that we see hear, and feel ourselves and just really love the person that everybody is, isn't it Steve? And just be grateful really that we can show up in each other's lives and learn something new from each other. Cause that's what it's about learning something new.
1: All about learning.
0: So thank you for listening to this week's episode of Life With Purpose. My name's Laura and I've been joined by the wonderful
1: Steve Swift.
0: He likes to do that. That's why I just sort of edged him in on it because it's like we've always said we wanted to have a, a bit of a moment for that radio and now it's like here. We can now share it with the world and pop it out, can't we, Steve, and be like, we're here. And yeah. I've, I'm Laura. And I'm Steve, and welcome to Life With Purpose that's about to rock your world. And if it hasn't started to already, then tune in again next episode for some more educational, science, uh, facts, humanity, spirituality. And we might even bring some extra coaches and other people on as well that, you know, we've met some magical people over the way and we're going to start to bring them in. So next time, I think we should bring a guest on, Steve, don't you?
1: Yeah, let's do that. There's some fantastic... Um, topics and some fantastic research uh, and areas out there that, you know, we're not the experts in, but there are experts out there. We'd love to bring them on, you know, and get them to talk about some of their fields.
0: Yeah. So maybe after we've spoke about the uh, the RAS, let's bring in a bit of that self-love. That would be good, wouldn't it? And have one of our specialities coming in for a self-love talk. I think um, that's... Uh, That's just come up, so should we go with that?
1: Yeah, that sounds perfect to me.
0: Okay, well, thank you for listening, everyone. Have a wonderful day and just enjoy being the best version of yourself. See you soon.